Hey, what's up, fly people? Today's guest is communication expert Rick Goodfriend, and we talk compassionate communication and much, much more. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast. And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another special guest on Fulfilling Life's Yearnings with Blake Soule. I'm your host, Blake, and today's guest on Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is Rick, good friend, who is a communications expert. How are you doing today, Rick? I'm doing fantastic. That's awesome. Thanks for joining me today. Um, Just for starters, can you give us your background and who you are? Oh, who I am is I was born with the name Good Friend, so that's kind of been interesting all my life. (laughs) uh, You know, where I've come from, I, I started with no relationships, I went to a couple workshops with uh, Marshall Rosenberg, learned his skills, and I love them and cherish them, and that's my life now, is is teaching these skills of uh, compassionate communication, which are just awesome. It's changed my life, and it's it's been fun, too, so that's that's, that's where I'm going with my passion now. That is awesome. So you mentioned that you started off with no relationships. What <laughs> what what was it about that that compelled you to you know step out? I'm I'm guessing maybe your comfort zone and and to find the person that you found. What, what was that person's name again? Oh, Marshall Rosenberg. And what what compelled you to you know find what he had to offer and start involving involving yourself in how to become a, a better communicator. You know, I was he was coming to town every six months and mm-hmm. he's been all over the world mediating and and doing some amazing things with tribes and people and everything. And finally I said, you know, I was having coffee with a friend of mine and she looks at me, she goes well, she wasn't our friend. She was my girlfriend. Okay. And, and she goes, Rick, you don't know how to listen. I go, <laughs> I know how to listen. I'm telling you what to do. She goes, I don't want that. I want to be listened to, heard. Mm. I go, well, I need to tell you this first. She goes, Rick, you just don't know how to listen. So this next time Marshall was coming to town, and I went to it, and I walked in, and everybody's yelling at each other. Right. I'm going, oh, my gosh, I'm yelling at Marshall, too. From, <laughs> there's 400 people in the room. Mm-hmm. And I go, what's wrong with you? Why don't you get your class in order? And he looks at me, he says, it's kind of funny. He says, that's not a strategy. Mm. I go, what? <laughs> and, and people are leaving. He's trying something new, you know, and... People were leaving and everything, and and I saw this girl with a, I'm Jewish, so okay. so she had a Jewish star. I go, wow, it's a nice star, you know. I'm Jewish too. She goes, well, I'm not Jewish. I just like Jewish stars. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so we went out to lunch and everything, and, and I found out that she taught this stuff, uh, what I'm teaching, and. I asked her, are you doing any of this voodoo on me? She mm-hmm. goes, I'm not, I'm not telling you. And she was doing it the whole time we were, you know, having lunch and everything. And and uh, I just f- almost, like, fell in love with her. It's so cool that wow. this is like an aphrodisiac in a way. Right, right. So, anyways, uh, I, I heard that Marshall went into doing... Uh, appreciations I go oh that's what she did because the first time I went out to her she goes thank you for coming over to me because mm. I really enjoy the connection that we have so thanks again I go well, whoa you know I just got a wow right now right 
just by doing that. And uh, I learned. I learned Marshall's skills, his technique, and I threw some stuff in, too. But I'm pretty much working with compassionate communication. That is uh, awesome. So going off of that, compassionate uh, communication, even even for myself or even the listeners that are tuning in today, what exactly does that mean? Well, it means to really listen to another person, to understand where they're really coming from, and not just to listen and give them advice like I was doing in the beginning, mm -hmm. but to empathize with them. That's okay. a big word for me but it's to ask them questions and focus on them first and find out where they're really at. You know, you go really deep doing this kind of skill. And once I figure out, you know, what they're all about, what this person is about, and go really deep with them, mm -hmm. then I'm ready to express myself. And in fact, they're ready... They, they tell me, say, well, what about you? You know, I've been talking about myself. And that's my opportunity to share what I want to share. So it's not like this, you know, back and forth, back and forth, me, you, me, you. Mm -hmm. It's like I want to hear you first, and then I'll be able to speak and talk, and I'll be listened to also. Okay. Now, that's interesting. Is it... Have you noticed that typically, as you were saying, most relationships aren't like that? And do you have any inclination as to, you know, why people don't already, you know, communicate this way? I think we've learned to do it just the opposite. Okay. And that's, that's the right way, but it's not. It's, it's the, I hate to say wrong way, but it's not getting us closer to each other. It's making us go further back until one person says, wow, I'm tired of this fight with this person. I'll just listen to them for a little while. Mm -hmm. But they're not really listening. They just want to get out of the situation or, or the conversation. And this is a cool way. Like I said, it's an aphrodisiac. And right. it's... it's uh, it's normal, it's natural, because two people are coming together. Whether a guy, guy, girl, guy, girl, girl, whatever, it's two human beings really coming together. And you know what? If Blake, it feels so good. It mm. feels amazing to feel this connection, this deeper connection with another person. No, I would truly agree with that, because I, I know that from growing up when, when conversations, you know, the other person is only being quiet so that they can, as you were saying, let you finish what you were saying and then interject with something completely different that, that makes the person feel that was speaking feel like, you know, were you even really listening to what I was saying? And, and from my experience, most of the times it's been, no, they haven't been listening. They were just keeping quiet, thinking about how they wanted to respond once I stop talking, is that is that would be um, doing it the wrong way? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. one of the fix-it modes. You know, mm -hmm. just I'll listen, but then I'm going to get my own stuff in. What I'm going to do is listen to you mm -hmm. empathically, and then I'm going to ask you a question. Would you be willing to hear what I have to say about what you're going through? Okay. So that's keeping me involved in this the the person's conversation and I get to talk about how I feel about what they're talking about not something altogether differently but you know what they're talking about and staying with the conversation not changing the conversation so this is the beautiful thing this is what brings people together when they say wow Rick is really valuing what I'm saying. I I like that. Mm, mm -hmm. Brings people together. <laughs> you know, I you know I'm doing this all for me because right. I want to be heard and understood. Mm -hmm. But first, I need to understand where the other person is. It's it's really, I hate to say win-win, but uh, both people are just really gaining a lot of, lot from the conversation. Okay, no, that definitely makes sense. So I wanted to ask you. 
you know, we talked about how you got into, you know, uh, com- uh, compassionate communication, and what has it been like for you to, you know, pursue this passion? Where where has it <laughs> taken you, and 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 what do you get out of it as far as the the fun and excitement, or even the heartaches that might come up? Well, the fun and the excitement is to watch people uh, do these skills. Mm-hmm. Actually get it down and, and start asking questions instead of telling people their questions. So that's that's one of the, I'm just going from the back of your question, mm-hmm. but I get out of it and just watching people. You know what happened once? I was at a, a like a mixer with a, a business people. Okay. And I was I was talking to this one person and she goes yeah, it sounds like you're really interested in what's going on. I go, yeah, I'm interested. It's really cool to be here. There's a lot of people. She goes, yeah, I guess uh, it sounds really like you're having a lot of fun. And I'm going, wait a minute, you're doing what I teach. (laughs) She goes, well, I got your uh, CD once, and I learned it. Mm. I actually learned it and listened to it a few times. And yes, I'm doing what you taught. And and to me, I was going, wow, this feels really good to have it done to me. Okay. So, so that was kind of cool to listen to somebody, you know, not in a classroom or a workshop or anything, but actually in real time uh, listening to what I had to say. Right. So, so that was a blast. I mean, I had a great time with her and, and talking about these skills and everything, too. That's awesome. So how how applicable, you know, right now I'm 24 and I have a, you know, a, a, a wide range of listeners, you know, in different parts of their life. What what can these, you know, compassionate listening skills and communication skills, you know, do for them and 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 how can how can they apply them, you know, today? What would be something that you would recommend for or suggest for us to start doing to begin these uh, better compassionate communication skills? Okay, so I think the first thing to do is go to my website. Mm -hmm. I hate to push my website, but there's a list there of needs Mm -hmm. and values. You have to have this list of needs and values and learn them. Learn what they are. And then you can put them in your sentences and your questions. Because that's what you're going to be doing is asking a question as somebody's talking. You're going to, you know, somebody's talking about the weather and you might say, oh, yeah, I enjoy the weather. It's beautiful. Okay, I went to me. I don't want it to go to me. I want to stay with them. Mm-hmm. So I would say, ah, sounds like the weather's kind of fun for you right now. It's a question just to get me closer to them. Okay. And to understand. So that's the big thing is to get that list from my website and to learn it and I have it near my telephone, I have it near my computer because sometimes I need that vocabulary. Okay. You know, it just doesn't come to me, but I need that vocabulary to help me in some conversations because some conversations are not really nice for me. There maybe I'm hearing some anger or, or something like that. So I need to really dive deep into a need or a value and figure that out. I might say, oh, sounds like you're wanting more honesty or trust. And they go, yeah, I want some more trust. And they go on and on and go deeper and deeper. Mm. So it's a way to go deeper with your friends mm-hmm. or business associates or, or customers. It's really a cool way to talk. That is awesome, and, and that, that website where Rick was referring to, that's rickgoodfriend.com, and I will have that in today's show notes so you can get that and, and check out that list and, and, and use it in your everyday life as well. So, Rick, I also did want to ask because I am extremely fascinated about you know compassionate communication because I do believe that, as you were saying, that it is very important that we listen to each other and that we actually take an interest in what the other person is saying so that their needs and values are met and and I have a list of you know some of the questions that you sent 
over to me. I just wanted to run through some of those and see what your thoughts are. <laughs> because one of them that, that really stood out to me from the list that you sent over was, you know, expressing what you want and getting it happily. Now, what is what does that look like? Oh, that's, that's so cool. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing mm-hmm. a course on the Internet, and it's on expressing yourself. It's okay. For, for uh, parents with their kids, how to be heard by your kids, your children. Mm. So I'm doing that right now. That's really exciting. But what it is, is it's using, I call it Offner, Observation, Feelings, Needs, and Requests. Okay. And I'm going through this, this four parts to expressing myself. So can I do it real quick? Absolutely. Okay, so the O is for observation. So I might say, oh, I see the door is open. That's my observation. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm feeling chilly. I'm feeling cold. Okay, and that's my feeling. So okay. O is observation. F is feeling. Now I'm going to go to my most valuable part, need, the value, which is 90% of the connection in the communication. 90%, not feelings, mm-hmm. but the needs. Wow. So, I was, yeah, yeah, it's, it's huge. Because people say, oh, it's feelings, you know, you got to say your feelings. It's not. Feelings are 10, 5, 5 10%. So, now we go to the need because, uh, I might say, because I'm really cold I feel uncomfortable uncomfortable is a need mm-hmm. okay. I want to feel more comfort okay now I go to my request I go would you be willing to shut the door now what happens is they probably say yes because they know what my need is what my value is and that's 90% of the connection most people will say hey it's cold in here would you shut the door mm-hmm. and I might say, wow, that sounds like a demand. Right. You know, but when I put my value, my need into it, then it sounds like a request. I go, would you be willing to shut the door for me? You know, and I can do it in any kind of range of voice. I could do it in an angry voice or whatever, but I'm asking the person, would you be willing and they might even say no. It might be something else. They say no. You know, I, I can't right now. So that's where I would listen a little bit more and get behind your no. But that's how I would express. Uh, I would put the need before the request. That's the big thing. Putting the need, the value, and that's on that list that I told you about. That's on my website. And that's important to put that in front of the request. A lot of times we'll just do the request. Could you shut the door? Could you do this? Could you do that? No, don't do that. Put the value in front of the request. So that was something interesting that you said there, and I appreciate you sharing that. When when you're going through the observations, feelings, needs, which is which is ninety percent of the connection, and then you said the requests are. The observations and the feelings are those also being said out loud, or, or as an observation and feeling. This is what you're thinking about internally. You know, when I'm requesting, when I'm expressing myself, mm-hmm. I go through the whole thing. Okay. I don't leave anything out. If I leave out the request, then it's going to sound like a demand. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of weird, but that's what happens. It's, you know, if I say. Hey, it's cold in here. I'm freezing. I'm exhausted. You know, I'm getting tired from being so cold, and I, I feel uncomfortable. I want to feel more. I want to be more comfortable. That sounds like a demand. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then I, if I say, "Would you be willing?" That's what I put in. Would you be willing to shut the door? Mm. And they might even say. No, because I have allergies and this is, I need the fresh air. And then I start to think my priorities. I go, well, that's not so bad to have allergies. You know, so I go, okay, let's keep the window open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Or kind of mediating with this too, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. So 
but we're getting different priorities all the time that we're communicating. So that's important. Otherwise, you know, most people just stay with what my needs are, what I want. That's the obnoxious, we call it giraffe, the obnoxious uh, person who just wants their needs met. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's when I need to listen to the other person more. You know, they might say, yeah, I have allergies. I go, oh, allergies, so you must be uncomfortable if I would close the door. Mm. They go, yeah, yeah. I go, okay, that makes more sense. Let's keep the door open, and I'll put my jacket on. Okay, you know? I got what you're saying. Wow, wow, yeah, I never thought of it like that. That's, <laughs> that is, that is the, the simplicity of it is like, wow, like you, you can already be using these things if, if you have the right skills and knowledge to be compassionate in your conversations with with people which which uh leads me to the next question and something that i am uh always interested in learning more about is what you pose as you know enjoying your communications with others and and going deeper if wanted so what is what does that look like how do you go deeper in communication i guess is one thing with friends but also with acquaintances or you know business associates that you are trying to build better relationships with yeah it's it's you know i saw this in a workshop i was at mm -hmm. where two people were angry at each other but they didn't want to hurt each other's feelings mm -hmm. it was kind of weird so they really didn't get deep how you get deep is we empathize with the other person a lot longer you know that we we ask them questions so you're wanting more honesty right now they go yeah i want more honesty because that's what i'm really enjoying the trust they go oh so trust is important to you too they go yeah and uh you know they go on and on and on and you keep asking the questions and it gets down to you know, maybe it sounds like you're wanting a, a deeper understanding of yourself. Okay, so I'm asking these questions of the person, and they're going deeper and deeper, and I'm really understanding them a lot more too. Mm. It's, it's pretty heavy duty for me mm -hmm. because usually when I do this with a, another person, I don't do it all the time, but you know, when I see the need to get deeper. I'll do that, and then I'll go, and the other person will go, wow, I can't believe I told you so much. Right. And go, yeah, you, were, you know why? Because you were trusting me. Because mm -hmm. we were using those values and needs. You know, if I was, like, doing the feelings with you, you, you would say, wow, what is this guy psychoanalyzing me or something? <laughs> would no trust, but... When you use these values and needs of people, that's where the trust begins. That's where the trust develops in a conversation. Wow, that is that is awesome. I am definitely going to be using that because with with what I like to do is, you know, go deep with people and just understand them and where they're coming from and what their values are, especially for others who are fulfilling their passions or fulfilling life's yearnings and that is definitely something that you are doing so I do commend you on that because that is awesome that you're able to take something that you are you know passionate about and and do it for a living and to not only that but make it your lifestyle and to also share it with others so that they can too have compassionate communication with others so that is awesome um, also um, another thing that I was curious about and just to get your thoughts on would be you know getting inner peace today in the world with, with so much noise and, and distractions going on what what does one need to do to be able to immediately go to that to that inner peace so that we can not be so distracted by everything happening around us. And so it sounds like you're wanting a more peaceful atmosphere. Right. Yes. So I just gave you some empathy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want more understanding behind that. I want to make sure I'm 
true before I answer your question. Okay. So I, I empathize with you right there. I'm wondering, did that feel okay? Yes. Yeah, feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I might do that some more just to get more understanding. But, uh, you know, because of time, I'll answer that question, which I already forgot what it was. Oh, inner, okay, the inner, inner sanctuary. I never used that word either, inner, inner sanctuary. Inner What we're doing is we're taking the values mm -hmm. and to do it like really quickly, let's say somebody cuts me off on the road. Mm -hmm. and I get really angry fast. Okay, my temper's still very quick. Okay. And, and I get upset, but then I'm trained to go to my values, my needs. So I go, God, I hate that guy. Why do you do that? You know, and I go, wait, wait, wait. Uh, it looks like I'm wanting more safety right now. Ah, yeah, I want more consideration too. So these are values that I'm going to. This is, I'm saying what I want. Am I wanting... You know, and just say instead of asking myself a question, I, I just grab these values, and it, it's already calmed me down. Because I remember a time when somebody just cut me off, mm -hmm. and yeah, you brought back that memory. So I go, yeah, I was really wanting more uh, hmm, safety and, and consideration, and that's really what I was wanting. Yeah, and even just doing those two values calms me down. Okay. Very quickly, so that's why you, you know that's why that list is really important to have mm -hmm. because you can't do that while you're driving, but if you memorize it or some of it, you can go back to it very quickly. Just go, oh wow, yeah, I want safety. I can say, yeah, I'm really angry right now, but that's not going to help me. I need to go to the value, the need. That's what's going to calm me down. That's the beauty of this work. Wow. So, yeah. That is awesome. And, and you had mentioned something earlier today in our conversation about the, the amazing natural aphrodisiac. What, <laughs> what, what was that, that one question that you were mentioning that would bring us close in our relationships instantly well it's asking the question empathic question you know putting the focus on the other person if they're speaking and not going to me but to say yeah it sounds like you're wanting more trust or it sounds like you're are you wanting more uh, fun right now you know so that's you know I wouldn't use a lot of those values because they're very powerful. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but they're very, very powerful. So I would just use one. And, and the person might say, no, I don't want fun. I want more uh, financial security. And I go, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. So that's going deeper with that person too. Mm -hmm. But that's building that trust between the two people. You know, as I'm asking questions, uh, they're not noticing that they're questions. It sounds like I'm still in the conversation back and forth, but I'm not. I'm staying focused on them for right now. Okay. But that's bringing that, again, building the trust that we all need in our relationships. So why do we need that trust? What, what is it that's so important about that as someone that might be listening and saying, well, whatever, I'm just going to continue my relationships the way they are, why would you say that or suggest that that, that, that positive energy in a relationship and that, and that trust is necessary? Well, if the person says, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do anyways, that's fine. Mm -hmm. This is not a, uh, you know, I'm not making people change. I right. change because they want to. Mm. They want to change, like me. You know, I had no, like I said, I had no relationships. They, they were far and few, and I was always trying to fix people. Mm -hmm. So this is my way of, of going to Dr. Rosenberg and saying, hey, fix me, please, help me. You know, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I hit bottom with my relationships. Can you please help me now? You know, build that trust. 
And that trust is what? It's uh, valuing the other person that they're going to support me, that I'm going to support them. And I'll, I'm going to be there for them. And I'm going to be honest with them. And I'm going to be trusting with them. They're going to be trusting with me. They're going to be honest with me. So there's no, I want to say rigmarole there. There's just true friendship, true, you know, companionship maybe that I don't have to wonder what the other person's doing. I know that what they're doing is, is okay as it's for their own good. And I can trust them to do the best thing for themselves. Because that's what we're always trying to do is we're trying to meet our own needs. I might go out and teach this, you know, to somebody and but I'm doing it for myself, for my own values. We're we're always trying to meet our own needs. Okay, right. And the other thing about our needs or values is that's what generates our feelings. If our need if my need for honesty is met, my feelings are gonna be up. I'm gonna be really happy and mm -hmm. joyful and blah blah blah. But if somebody just lied to me and I found that out, what's gonna to happen to my feelings? And they go down to dumps. Right. So that's another important part of this is that, you know, that's how our feelings are met. It's very important. I was shocked when I heard that. Right. Right. That is that is incredible to to realize that if the the needs, you know, what we need trust and that trust is violated, then of course we would feel down. But if that need for trust and we receive that, then our feelings will in turn be positive. So that, that, is, that is really cool actually, because for me, I love hearing things about, again, communication and, and just the inner workings and the psychology of, of, of what empathy can do when it's, you know, it's authentic and it's actually there because as you were saying, we each wanna have our own needs met but it also, I think I'm hearing you say that it also works best when we uh, are empathetic to the other person so that they can also have their needs met. Yeah. Wow. Well, they, their need for what? Understanding. Mm -hmm. They're understood, they're valued. And it's, it's very, very important for that to happen. I mean, I do it now. You know, it took me... A, you asked me before what well, was it like learning this. Right. It took me like uh, like three years to learn these things wow. because my ego was so way up there mm -hmm. and it took a long time. So that's one of the reasons why I went into teaching this is because I'm not a therapist. What I do is, is pretty cool and uh, it, it helps people you know, understand themselves and understand the other people, yet uh, we're not considered, you know, people who are trained in this are not considered therapists. Mm -hmm. And in a way, that's, that's a great thing because I don't want to know, you know, try to fix somebody. You know, I did that before. It sure didn't work. You know, by offering somebody empathy, they're getting their own solutions too. They're finding out, they're saying, yeah, this might work for me. And it, it's more homegrown instead of somebody telling them what they should do. And that's one of the words that we don't use is should because it's, uh, it really uh, makes people feel defensive. Mm -hmm. so, so I shouldn't use that word. <laughs> so. And so when you don't use the word should, what... How, was, how does that conversation go then? So you're, say for instance, you're in a workshop and, and you're teaching, you know, compassionate uh, communication and, and you're presenting, you know, what you have found to be helpful. What is it that you say um, to the other person? Is it, I suggest that you do this or maybe this is something that you should look into? What, what are those words that you would say? Well, first thing, I offer empathy to them. Mm-hmm. I don't, there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't go to advice or anything. And I, I go through it oftener. We call it oftener. Observation, feelings, and these requests. So I go, yeah, it sounds like you're wanting more understanding of this subject. And uh, I feel a little frustrated. That's my feeling. 
because I really value you learning this. So would you be willing to try another suggestion? So I'm going to ask them first before I make a suggestion to them. Mm. And they, they say, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. I go, okay, well, try this, 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 okay. And so I have permission to give them a suggestion. Okay. Instead of just throwing that suggestion in, there's a little bit of a framework beforehand where I'm expressing myself and my needs, what I'm needing. And then I ask them, would you be willing to hear a suggestion? Mm-hmm. So, so that's how I would do it instead of saying, well, you should do this and, and blah, blah, blah. So. No, that makes a lot of sense because if the person says that they're not willing to hear the suggestion, then, then you know not to offer it, which would make most sense as opposed to just unsoliciting giving out suggestions when the person doesn't want the what you have to suggest. Right, that makes a lot of sense. And some people, they just enjoy being heard. Mm-hmm. They might say, no, I don't want your suggestions right now. <laughs> I just want some empathy. Okay. This feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, we're empathy deprived in our society. We're not listened to. We're not heard. We're not understood. We're not valued. Why is that? And that's the way we were brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is like changing things around. You know, and this is not, this is from Marshall Rosenberg, but. His teachers were Dr. Rogers, Carl Rogers, and Maslow. Remember Maslow in high school? Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he started all this, the hierarchy of needs. So very, very incredible how, how this all got originated. And Dr. Rosenberg came around and, and put the needs into his sentences. So it's been, you know, building and building and building. But you listen to Carl Rogers talk, doing a lecture or something, and he's way off. He's like saying, no, I don't agree with these psychologists because I'm a psychologist, but I don't agree with what you're saying. I think we should get, you know, be equal in our therapy. Mm, right. Definitely. Instead of just one over, power over. Right. So we want power with instead of power under or power over. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a huge form in compassionate communication is to make that power with instead of power over. Wow, no, that makes a lot of sense to me because I, I have trained under, you know, my master's is in psychology, so I just finished that up in May of 2015, so I do remember looking through the counseling books that were a part of the course, <laughs> and and it seems like they were starting to shift more towards, you know, what we're speaking about here today, uh, compassionate communication, and having it be more collaborative, uh, collaborative as opposed to as it was before, um, as you stated, the psychologist or the counselor or the therapist would be above the person that was coming into the office and the counselor was set it up in a way so that the client knew that they were below the counselor and and they had to in a, in a sense just listen to what the counselor was saying without having any of their needs met so i think that's a fascinating point that you brought up about that and how that ties back into dr maslow dr rosenberg and and what you are doing because that definitely to me is the way it should be or at least not should <laughs> not should but to me got it makes, you it got me right there but to me it makes sense as something that i would <laughs> love using as well yeah yeah you can go into youtube and look at carl rogers or dr rosenberg marshall rosenberg and, and see them working because it's pretty amazing you know compared to other psychologists and things like that so it's it's fun to watch them work because they use empathy skills which is really you know to me it's very very intriguing to watch this deepness deepness happen 
But you brought up something earlier. <laughs> Can I change things around? Absolutely. Uh, I was reading your website, and you had an Einstein quote. And I love Einstein. I have his book here. And it said, try not to be of success, but rather try to become a man of value. Mm. I get chills when I read that. Mm -hmm. And it's not being successful. Maybe being of values is successful. And it's, it's such a huge different way that I've become because my values of honesty and trust and and fun and all these lit, you know things on my list on not my list but on the list uh, it's important to keep these values and to have them in my life and that's what changed my life wow. I think. that's what changed my life because I found a different way you know and uh, instead of being a fixer I changed and became an empathizer. Mm, I <laughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, I got to use that quote. That's good. Instead of a fixer, you become an empathizer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I love that. I love hearing that as well because, as you said, you can't fix someone else. They have to want to be that change. They have to want to see the change in themselves. But empathizing with them is is the better way to go about it because then their needs are heard whatever that might be for them so I did want to ask you something that that I also found through looking on your website is what you have called World Empathy Day what is that? Ah, good question great question that's something I started God, like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and all I do is send out tips you know, communication tips, maybe how I mess things up in my communications, but then I remembered compassionate communication, and I cleaned things up really quickly by using these skills. So I send these uh, tips out every week, Mm -hmm. and you can go to my website, rickgoodfriend.com, and sign up for that. But, yeah, it's been going forever, and uh, really enjoying it. You know, it just, I get such feedback from the members, too. It's not a membership, but from the people who sign up. And the feedback I get just keeps me going because right. I get appreciation. And I make sure that they use values in their appreciation. That's another thing I teach is how to make a more powerful appreciation. And that's by doing what? Putting the values in the appreciation. You know, I might say... Hey, I'm enjoying this radio show today. Mm-hmm. Okay, that gives you some. Okay, that gives you ten percent. Right. Hey, I enjoy it. But if I say I enjoy this radio show because you're very understanding and you're asking me a lot of questions, and I just appreciate being valued. So thank you, Blake, for uh, hearing me, for listening to me. How do you feel when you hear that? Oh, Rick, that feels great to hear that. And I just want to say, <laughs> you know, you were absolutely welcome because to me this is, you know, the the most valuable time of my day, whatever time that might be, is when I can, you know, listen to others because they have so much to offer, whatever that might be. And especially you, I, I have been enjoying hearing you talk about, you know, empathy being empathetic in our relationships and being compassionate and truly understanding others because that just makes I feel when I'm having this conversation with you that time doesn't seem to exist and and we're just having just this flow and exchange of 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 our needs and and communicating what we feel which is amazing to me yeah well I appreciate hearing that back so Thank you so much for your appreciation, too. It's great. And I just appreciate... uh, We're going into appreciations. (laughs) But uh, it's just fun. It is. I mean, I need for fun. And this is what it's all about. Life is about fun. Mm -hmm. And having a great time and, and contributing back to the world. 
Yes. That's fun. So off of that, we're in the instance of having fun and and spreading this, what what and 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 where are you going to next? I know you've been doing this for quite some time, but what are those those next things that you have, you know, coming up that that are going to be fun for you or even just spreading more of how to be empathetic? Uh, do, you know, I do this, you know, I was in, just in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Taking a vacation. And I saw these kids running mm -hmm. at school. And I was talking to their parents. And I go, wow, your, your kids are running. They go, yeah, I just have no control over them. Mm -hmm. So I taught them how to express themselves in, in seconds. Wow. And they call their kid over and they go, you know what, I see you're running and I feel un, un, unsafe right now because I really value your safety and safety of other people. So that was the, the value was safety. Would you be willing to stop running and walk? And the kid looks at the parent and go, yeah, sure, mom. And that was it. Wow. You know, here was an uncontrolled kid, sort of, mm -hmm. and uh, they were able to talk to them normally and ask them, would you be willing to meet my request? Boom. So that's, that's something I'm working on right now with my course on the Internet mm -hmm. where people don't have to come to my workshop. They can do it on the Internet, which is something brand new. That I that I'm using, that's really kind of cool. That's so, awesome. Yes, that is really cool. So, as far as where you've been able to go, what what is one thing I guess, or maybe a, a few things that that stick out in your mind as to the importance, or at least what what value you bring out of being able to share this knowledge with others. I know you kind of, you mentioned it earlier in, in seeing the joy and exchange of people who are using, you know, what you have to offer, but more than that, what is it that keeps you going? Well, that's it. That's just going deeper with mm -hmm. people, which I've never done before. And just watching the world change. This is a world changer. I mean, I, I use it. I use it all the time, every day. And it, it works. It really works. Right. It took me a long time to get it because of my ego. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I said it took me three years. Now I'm teaching it where people get it, you know, the empathy skills in one day or two days. Wow. And it's, it's fast, you know the way that I, I deal with people but this is why I started teaching because everybody wanted to be therapists and not really teach the skills so I, I I'm changing that too and yeah it's, it's that's important to me that people really master and use these skills I mean you might try it later and and just go back to your old style that's what happens. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to me, you know. But it just, you know, we've talked a lot. You, you, you're listening, and people out there are listening. So it's that's what's important, and they're hearing what's important are the values, not the observation, not the feelings, not well the request is, but you need to have the uh, need before the request. So that's really important. That is awesome. So thank you for sharing that. And then the final question that I have for you, and it's been a great show, so again, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, that question is... Because you value what? Because I value <laughs> the information that you've shared with me because it's, uh, it's making me understand better how we communicate with each other. That's great. Thank you so much for that. See, that adds the frosting. Oh, right, I got it. Yep, when you finished up completely, yes. And so that, that question I wanted to ask you is, what is your definition of fulfilling life's yearnings if you could encompass, encompass what you are doing and, and explain that in the definition of fulfilling life's yearnings? You know, it's just waking up 
every day as I've been doing because I'm fulfilling my my life the way I want to and just keep going and keep teaching and to keep using this and just keep going on living my life I love it that is awesome thanks for sharing that that was Rick good friend the communication expert he shared great value today on fulfilling life's yearnings value that will be applicable for us <clears throat> in our everyday lives even today once you get off of this show you can you know follow those resources that will be included in the show notes page because there is an ex- I feel a need for this I'm, I am suggesting maybe if you're open to it that you check out those things that Rick talked about today on the episode because I definitely will be checking them out and and talking about them later on in, in different shows so you can hear firsthand from me and how I am applying them so Rick thank you again for coming on did you have any final words that you wanted to say yeah, just something, uh, you can go on YouTube and see what I really look like and how I talk and you see what I, how I talk, but uh, go on YouTube, just put Rick Goodprint and and you'll see me. And I talk about a lot about compassion and communication. I even sing, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, again, that was Rick Goodfriend with Blake Sway. For all you listening in today, go out there fulfill your life's yearnings thanks for listening to fulfilling life's yearnings i want to know what your biggest takeaway is so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode which is located on the home page and leave a comment the show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone Make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.